Hello and welcome to Fools in Fiction. When you're on the road, when you're on the run, you gotta have your priorities straight. And our top priority was watching episode one of volume seven of Ruby, which just came out for uh, Rooster Teeth subscribers the other day. And, and uh, the the crazy thing is, uh, we're poor, and so we were like, well, shit, we're gonna have to uh, not only be- betray this uh, school code of conduct and get kicked out of there, but we also have to violate the law and pirate it. And then uh, I beat up Kevin and forced him to be on the podcast, uh, and also stole his account so we could watch it. Yeah, that's true. All of that's true. Please help me. Yeah, uh, please send uh, help to Kevin in Nevada, where we definitely are. Wink, wink. Yes. Uh, so, but that being said, our, our address to send help is Nevada. <laughs> Just write Nevada on the on the letter. Yes. <laughs> um. So with that being said, I kind of just want to jump right in to... Let's jump right into it. Yeah, it's a really corny... <laughs> we we yeah. devolve into, like, a parody of ourselves. <laughs> um, so just kind of talking about uh, how we enjoyed the episode and our hopes for the future of the volume. Yeah, I, for one, I just want to, at home, pull this up along with me, the character designs. I just want to take a, a quick look. They, I, I closed this. So everyone's got a new design. Um... We did not see any of the new designs in, like, the show show. We saw them. Just the intro. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except for one, but we're not allowed to talk about it for a while. No, no, because we'll spend the entire podcast doing that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, definitely a great episode, yeah. but uh, not now. Yeah, if you do an episode on just them, bring me back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Awesome stuff to say. Uh, all of the new designs look so much better. Well, I don't want to say better, but they look so good. Yang's looks a little weird. The glasses I'm not totally sold on. I like them. I think they're good. On, it, just in general, it was really a thing in Volume 6, especially in like the early episodes where they're like stuck in the forest and like Weiss is in like tights and a short skirt and i'm like wait you guys knew you were going to atlas like yeah dress warmly <laughs> yeah exactly. i feel like a mother doing that it's like wear a scarf <laughs> but still like, um they're they're fighting grim and stuff like i'd hate to see one of them die to like a f- like frostbite uh i like weiss's design the most me too i absolutely. love the hair and i love the color she's just this this design is just so good yeah like i feel like the the pretty much everyone but yang has like, their character designs have evolved into something that seems really iconic. Yang's is, yeah. like, a bit of a holdover from last volume. Because yeah. uh, her outfit didn't change in volume four like everyone else's. Yeah. Well, it did, but, like, it, Not she didn't much. get the outfit. Yeah. So, I don't know what they're doing with Yang. I don't think it's bad, but her I agree super that it's, outfit like... outfit is coming later. I think, yeah. I think Ruby's is my favorite, and Yang's is my least favorite, but really all of them are excellent. I love and Ruby's new haircut. Well, yeah, Ruby's so, new haircut. The thing with Yang is I think they're also leaning more into the fire hair. Oh, yeah. That's um, definitely what they're doing, just from the intro alone. Yeah. yeah, and you can see in this poster, which all you podcast listeners can see this poster. I'll hold it up to the mic. Oh, yeah. There. <laughs> you um, see? So... All the character designs are really good. Even, like, the I think the really controversial one is Jean. Uh, yeah. Because of the haircut. I fucking dig it. It's very, very good. It's... I, yeah. I uh, Langston so. hates it. Yeah, I know he which does. Which is hysterical. I know he does. It's, um, like, it's like a little fuckboy-y, but because we know Jean, like, it's not a problem. Uh, Nora's co- er, clothes look 
excellent. Yeah. yeah. And Ren's got a p- new fucking hairstyle. Ah! Oh, I didn't notice that. He's got his father's dagger on his arm. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> this is so cool. Oh, uh, yeah. So I think, I mean, I just don't care too much about John's outfit hasn't changed that significantly except for his hairstyle. Yeah. And the hairstyle is something. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I'm just kind of neutral well, on it. And I love all the memes. The, so I don't The care. thing about his outfit is that he got the big outfit change in volume four. Yeah, that was like yeah. significant. Um, so I, I'm, I so guess yeah. why they don't want to change it up too much. Um, So all the design stuff. <laughs> We've gone over um, a small thing, but one that I was really happy about is whoever Crow's new VA is. Like, yeah, did an that was good. Excellent I wrote a note job. on that too. Oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. So, for those of you that are not aware, uh, noted naughty bad man Vic Mignogna was the old voice of Crow, and then yeah. uh, there were even more allegations and, and just kind of things about him. And Rooster Teeth was like, no, we're not yeah. going to do that. And I don't know who they hired on. Um, I can look that up, actually. Yeah. I'll be honest, I was not following that super closely, aside from the initial sort of, like, they fired him, and after that I don't yeah. don't know what happens. But just in general, my main thing was, like, seems like the right thing to do. I'm not completely sure, but, like... That's fine, but I'm also like, I don't know if there's anyone that can really get Crow's voice but Vic Munoz, so, Apparently but I've been can. proven wrong. Yeah, they Jason did. Liebrecht? They did really well. Jason did really well. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. It's very good. Um, if that is if that is true, it's what uh, a cursory Google search has. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that sounds familiar to me. Um, I think that's, that's correct. So yeah, Crow's VA was like on point. Um... The only the only voice acting thing I felt a little bit washy was Weiss at the very beginning felt the, weird. The very beginning mood was a little weird. Yeah, but I mean sometimes I, it happens in Ruby. I think there's just a kind yeah. of awkward scene. I think it was just the only thing that got me was the the scene with the the drunk uh, yeah. people that was like I, I mean and like the 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 um, well h- how many extras voices are still sometimes a little have yeah. you little have off. you been around drunk people. Oh, yeah, but it's like, it just sounds like someone trying to act drunk rather than someone actually drunk. No. And part of that's just the dialogue, too. It's like, I always find the stuff with, like, okay, that's people fair. being racist against Faunus. Like, it makes sense, and, like, you know, I, I get what they're going for, but sometimes it does sort of sound a little heavy-handed. But also, uh, 2019 in America, mm, mm. maybe it's not maybe it's not unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the big one for me was I was hearing that, and I'm, like, having war flashbacks to when everyone's drunk in my house. That's fair, yeah. Um, and then the other, the main other thing I wanted to hit on the head before we went to the big news is that, that I've got one after you. Oh, okay. Uh, the fight choreography is so fucking good now. It was good. Oh um, my god, it was excellent. Like, like volume six fight choreography was a whole step up, but like, oh, they just. The, the, there's this big scene where they all just fight a bunch of Grimm, uh, like, in the streets. Now, we have to suspend our belief as, like, why are there Grimm here in this city? But, like... Well, because at, I mean, at that moment, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, oh, it looks so good. Um, they, they do a really good job of, like, showing the flow between characters now. Um, yeah. like where Ren just immediately runs ahead, Nora's like, what the fuck? And then looks at John and he's like, oh, this again. Um, like that, that interaction was just very well animated. Um, I think the, like, uh, animation quality has also gone up in general. Yeah, it's just like, uh, it's, yeah, I I have absolutely no complaints at this point Mm -hmm. with the, with the animation. I think there's a few, 
<laughs> I say as I complain about the animation. <laughs> I think there's a few problems with walking animations. I think I noticed with um with Yang, she yeah. was walking a little weird, but like that's such a minor thing. It they, doesn't bother me really. Like, I mean, compared to like the extra walking animations they had in the background that like yeah. looked <laughs> awful, I can't complain that much. Um, so what what was your uh, extra add-on? It was just like right before that fight when they they all heard they all heard a, a what what is it in the Christmas thing? It was the night before Christmas. They all heard a uh, uh, clamor. Clamor, yeah, yeah, and then they rose up from. the wherever they were to see what was the matter and they went off yeah they went off onto the onto the street just walking seeing all of them walking uh (laughs) just like i I noticed how many like characters there were how many main characters there were and i'm like oh my god like you know that classic moment like my family you know also they've done a really good job of not making the party too big yeah even though like there are a lot of people there yeah because i had no i didn't realize like i legitimately didn't realize how big the party had been yeah they all walked out of that tiny that tiny place yeah uh what's his name's shop I don't know what his name is. What is his name? Do you know his name? Well, I think it's Pietro, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it yeah, is Pietro. Pietro. I made the joke that he's Quicksilver. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in, unless you have something else to, to bring up. Uh, on the point about party size, I think that was, that was something that Volume 6, I have very few complaints about Volume 6. I loved it. Um, one of them was the fact that it felt like 90% of the stuff that Blake had been doing for two volumes kind of got resolved and then thrown out the window, and mm-hmm. they did quite well, I think, in addressing it. Certainly Sun leaving felt pretty natural. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the but big... as for Ilya, who's one of my favorite characters, so I'm a little biased in this, but just in general, her and her parents, like, just, it felt like, what are you, what exactly are you doing right now? Um, like, like yeah. it felt like, at least Ilya, her story wasn't quite complete, and I would like to see her kind of in the main group but all at the same time like party size was a thing and and that was something i noticed going back to the openings was Mm -hmm. they sort of hit on that whole like classic anime trope of like the final shot of the opening is like all the characters together in like a cool pose and that just hits me it's like the group we have is excellent i think there's not really a way you could add more than one or two more characters into the dynamic without um sort of disrupting that or making it too much and I'm, I'm happy to see those characters interact more um but yeah I, I certainly think like I hope they don't do that again that's the thing doing it once with a character I really love that's fine but especially with the character we'll, we'll get to um like I hope they don't kind of just do a whole thing of like let's bring back or introduce a very really cool character have them be part of the team and then just kind of leave and they're they're doing something while the other group is saving the world my my big thing uh for volume seven was that i kind of felt that like when they killed adam in volume six i was like all right so like a bunch of interesting things have to happen with the white fang and they're all going to be an atlas uh where the white fang is uh probably not going to be as uh, visible as it was in uh, other volumes, yeah. and so I'm like, are we going to flash to Vale or wherever? I mean, I'm to, sure we will eventually. Cool. We we've only seen one episode. Well, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's the yeah. Thing. There's tons of speculation. Make yeah. make Ilya the new leader of the White Fang. That would do be it. That, that would be really that would, would be, be cool. really good. If they do that, that's awesome. But like, that's the thing is like, there's not really the sense in Volume Six of like exactly what they will be doing. And those yeah. are two characters that like you know they're not 
in on all of the Ozpin Salem stuff that like the the main characters are, but like even in Volume Five, they knew some stuff was going down. They knew some pretty much world-ending stuff was gonna happen, and the, you know I, I felt like the uh, especially Ilya, who's so devoted to Blake, even though their relationship's a little more healthy now. Um, I, I, I don't think they gave a proper reason why she doesn't go with her. Yeah, and I think that's another thing is like we haven't seen. That's a that's a, a main theme of the show is like finding people to support you and like Blake does, but only so long as the, she gets help defeating Adam and then after that point Ilya just kind of drops off. Um, but Sun, Sun's reason made sense because he is a terrible leader for his team and needs to spend time with them. Uh, also, justice for Team Coffee. Oh, that's true. Bring but they're back. getting a novel, right? They're what? I think they're getting a novel, Team Coffee. I'm pretty sure... I, I saw people going nuts because Coco's at least by because of they released a chapter of the novel. Wait, wait. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm looking... Oh, this God. is earth-shattering. I'm dear, I'm I'm first of all, Coco, Coco was 100% a bi icon before... Well, we knew the, that, but, like, we knew it in our gut, not in... I, not in, in I know writing. they have a manga and, like, a DC comic. Yeah, maybe it's a comic, but, like, they're doing a, a standalone story of, of from Team Coffee. Uh, yes, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> It is It is called Ruby After the Fall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I had heard about that. I, oh my god, that makes me very they're happy. They're here. Yeah. Is it so available they are, now? They are doing stuff. They are doing available stuff in stock now. Buy it. I, I will Maybe. not. It's eventually. six bucks. It is six bucks. Yeah. I mean, I will not, like, right now while we're recording the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And oh, that's also, the thing. Yeah, I'm, like, I, I love Team I, I do want to wait until we get to Nevada so I can put my address in as Nevada. All right. Oh, that's fair. Um, um, but yeah, that's the thing is, like, I mean, those characters we haven't seen since Volume 3, and I love Coco and Velvet and Yasahashi and Fox. Like, they're all great. There's Fox a, has no personality. No, that, they love him anyway. The, yeah, like, but I love they're, Fox. They're yeah, perfect for Those characters are, like... We're in the story, and then, like, Volume 3 is the clearest story break we've ever had in the show, so, like, it, it yeah. makes sense why they're, we haven't seen exactly what they're doing, but, like, yeah, I hope that the characters that, that enter and leave the story have sort of a natural flow, and I think that was um, missing a little bit, but I, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, this volume, way better and more, more smoothly, although I have no idea how this volume's going to end. Um, so, so now to, to, broach yeah. the, the, to broach what's happening... Um, Fucking Penny's back! Ah! I didn't. I, I love it. I, I love feel like I didn't so have any time to like react. It. it was just yeah. like it's happened. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I I want you to know. I almost cried. I was so happy. Oh no! I'm totally happy, but I feel like I I had just like abandoned all hope. I Mike so, and I hugged when we watched. The really? episode. we were just like stood so, up, like oh yeah yeah yeah. It was like, it was it was really fun. Um, it was, it was that really is fun. so accurate. So. I was like, when I was watching the trailer, I was keeping in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, right, like, they never wrapped up the loose end of what happened to Penny, and she's from Atlas, I wonder if they're gonna talk about that. But I expected that to be, like, the, like, towards the climax, uh-huh. or, or something, and they're just like, fucking salutations, losers, she's well, What back. if she dies immediately, and then she does come back in the climax? Hell yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just worried because, of course, this volume in the first episode introduces Penny back into the show, and Watts is the main villain. Oh, no. He's the, hacker. He's the I'm hacker. I'm in. So, um, um, that's fair. We might be getting PvP part two, boys. <laughs> 
All, all we need to do is bring Pyrrha back from the dead. Yeah. Well, her... we're, we're one for two now. We're one for two. Well, we're... shit, Torchwick's not back, so... Oh, no! Well, one for two of the gingers we like and are good people. I don't I don't think they're going to bring Pyrrha back. I, I, they're, I, they're never going to do I that. think you're a loser and that you're wrong. And I think what they're going to do is... So, um, at the end of Volume 3, when they're transferring the aura over from Amber into Pyrrha... Um, oh, I forgot they, about this like, whole thing. There's a little bit that goes into Pyrrha, and then it like goes back into Amber. Yeah. And then the maiden powers get transferred to Cinder, mm-hmm. um, who still has them uh, as of recording. But yeah. the really interesting thing is the conceit of... Uh, or the reason Penny was created was to be like the next fall maiden. Yeah. Uh, to take that aura. Do, do, do you mean Pyrrha? No, Pyrrha wasn't... Penny was created. Oh yeah, how to... would Pyrrha be created? Yeah, <laughs> the reason people had sex and created Pyrrha. Yeah, no, um, I, no, I totally um, forgot about that. Yeah, and so I'm like, what if they succeed in stripping Cinder of the maiden powers, and there is Pyrrha's consciousness in the aura? Because there's always like the story that aura is soul, your soul. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, so you think Pyrrha and Penny might fuse? Yeah, which that, really be something. Which really makes me sad because then that either means that Arcos is real and Nuts and Dolts isn't, or Nuts and Dolts, <laughs> Nuts and Dolts is real and I, Arcos isn't. I have my own Penny theory that's been like half confirmed, half completely destroyed after okay. this episode, which I've been I've been clamoring about this ever since Volume Three. Okay, which is that uh, at the end of Volume Three we uh, have. Penny and Pyrrha are both dead, um, and now Penny's obviously back. Um, before, it's basically the intro of this, like, the, the very beginning of the opening theme song for Volume 7, like, shows the four members of Team Ruby, and then the, the four um, other young cast members, which is basically Team Juniper minus Pyrrha, and then Oscar's in Pyrrha's spot, so... Oh, yeah, that see? Was, my theory was that they were going to eventually get to Atlas and they'd see a rebuilt Penny. doesn't matter whether it's, like, uh, Penny, the same Penny, basically, you know, if you catch my drift there, but, like, yeah. uh-huh. uh, she would take Pyrrha's spot um, and, and keep the name Juniper. And, like, that was, That's... I think, a theory based on the episode where Pyrrha and Penny fight, which is PvP, and, yeah. like... The initials of every character are significant in the story, so that's what I always thought would happen, but Oscar Pine like, kind of uh, takes that, so I don't that's think that's true. the direction they're going, um, but I really wanted to see that because um, I thought that was something I wanted to really explore because Penny was a really great character, but we really only got to see her with Ruby, and anyone else was basically only tangentially yeah. aware yeah. of her existence. Um, yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to see how she relates to the other cast members, the, the numerous other cast members uh, in this volume. Yeah. It's something I never thought I, I would see, but I'm glad that it, <laughs> that it, will, that yeah. it will happen. Uh, I never thought I'd die to fighting side by side with an elf. Mm. Um, and oh wait, one more point before I get out to yeah. And wow, uh, a father figure in a in a in this show who doesn't have seem to have a whole shit ton of baggage. Uh, do you mean uh, Tai Zhao Long? Or no, I, I mean no, I mean Pietro Two Penny is like the most wholesome father figure. What is ta- what is his name? Isn't it Tai Zhao Long? No, oh. it's it's. Tai Yang. Tai Yang, yeah. Tai-yang. Oh. It's Tai Yang Xiaolong. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew he gets called Tai by yeah. Crow, is why. Um, but yeah, there's like. It, uh, he's he's just like 
my daughter talks about you, and I'm like, oh, what yeah. did he say? Oh. <laughs> um, oh, I knew as soon as we walked in there, I'm like, this is the guy. But I this is the man! I, I didn't know <laughs> if Penny would come back. I thought this, I was really worried this was going to be another one of those, like, moments like the statue in Ooh, Argus in volume fuck. six. And I'm like, okay, it's Ruby's turn. That was also All right. definitely Pyrrha's mom, and you can't yes, change my it mind. it absolutely was. Um, but in the end, it doesn't matter. This That was, that was a moment about... Closure for Jean and Pira. Yeah, and really, yeah. whoever yeah. you think that is, like that's that's the the point. Yeah. Um, going off, I'm really happy that it's the same Penny. That yeah. Oh yeah. They yeah. didn't wipe like it, that it would have been mad. Who are you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that would have been interesting. But <laughs> we would have demolished. Kirby. I feel like we've seen oh, that yeah. trope. Like, we've seen it. Like one, I'm sure they would have done it well. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, her new design is so fucking good. I love it. I have I have scoured the internet and I can't find the picture. I'm pretty sure it. some I will find it in I think there's some design similarities with Ruby's volume one through three outfit. Okay, so, which gives people a sense of like, oh, cool, nuts and bolts. Yeah, nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts. Not to get too into shipping here, but like, I, I I totally see why people shipped it back in volumes two and three, and uh, I. Like, I was never, like, sure one way or the other, because I, when I watched the show, I just really, I really, like, binged. Are they gay or European? No. It was more so that, like, by the time I really had time to process the entire story, I had already reached the end of Volume 3, and I was uh, like, well, fuck. that's done. So oh, I never, build up I, and I, I, I can't, I can't ship retroactively characters that I know are, are gone, which is why I was like, wow. I would really be a bigger Arcos and Nuts and Dolls shipper if, if they, they weren't. Were dead. <laughs> yeah. And here's where here's where I'd put my OTP if I had one. Um, I so I had like the exact opposite thing. I've been watching Ruby as it came out like since Volume One, and so I was a huge shipper uh, for Nuts and Dolls and for Arcos. And as a matter of fact, I like didn't care about other ships until after Volume Three, and then I was like, "Oh, well, that fucking sucks." Yeah. And then Volume Four, I'm like, "All right, I guess we're shipping Bumblebee now." Yeah, I've wanted for ages. I'll admit to like talk to you about Bumblebee, but I don't think this this podcast what? is the time. But just in general, like I've had a very interesting journey with that ship in particular. I love Bumblebee, um, and I think I think it's really cute in Volume Six. And I hope the, the thing I hope not to get into too many of my like sort of predictions uh-huh. or, or, or wants. I kind of want to not have too many set expectations because I want to just see how it goes this volume. But, That's like, I, I really think one of my problems with Ruby's storytelling still is that, like, they don't want to address explicitly any relationships that aren't platonic. Um, and I think that, like, some shows do that and they have the right to do that. But, like, the thing... Like, there's very clearly some that are made to make you think, like, wait a minute, they're definitely, like, everything with that Adam fight last volume was, like, very clearly meant to set up a romantic partnership between mm-hmm. the two of them, and I just hope it isn't, like, basically the past two volumes of Treated Ren and Nora, which is, like, they held hands once, and no. now we're never gonna talk about it again. Except for the, the hands-off-my-man thing, which, like, <laughs> if Yet Yang would definitely say something like that about Blake, but, like, just in general, like, that's also treated as a joke, and I want. I think one of the things that's good is Ruby storytelling is able to deal with serious stuff, but like mm-hmm. also really have like nice human connection. And I want to see that with 
relationships rather yeah. than just friendships. I and I know the friendship's like the main thing, but like I, I think they could do it really well and they're avoiding it. My my big thing is uh that Ruby is kind of a kid show and like Kruby has come out and said like please do not watch this with your kids they oh yeah they said that like in the middle of volume three. Oh, for obvious <laughs> and, reasons yeah. um but i i think that they still retain some of the influence on what they're willing to show based on i think like, yeah i don't know I mean, I don't i'm not asking for i don't think well i'm not asking for like hardcore uncensored sex between characters <laughs> But I think that they could definitely have more romantic and more, uh, I don't want to say sexual, but yeah. like... Uh, Just explicit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, not not, not in the NSFW way. Yeah. No. Um, um, I mean, that's the thing. It was like, I don't know why they did that, because they, they had an entire arc that was sort of more standard of that with the dance in Volume 7, and it was like... Pretty, Do you, you mean know, volume two? Volume two, sorry. <laughs> it's like volume it seven. Was episode Have you seven. seen the future? <laughs> episode seven of volume two was like the whole dance thing. And that was mostly just like other character development. That was Jean being in a dress. Yes. I mean, that was great. So, um, but just in general, like, I think that's something really uh, good about the show is I just love these characters and love them interacting and supporting each other. And like, I don't think that the story ends for them when they hold hands and then it's like, all right, now we're just not, we're going to consider this kind of done and not like deal with the consequences of like, how, what do you do on a battlefield or like with all of these other people, like when there's all of these, um, feelings kind of mixed in and just in general, like I I would, you know, it doesn't even be big things. I've seen so many people make jokes on the internet of just like, how did John deal with Nora and Ren? Like, they were sharing a room in the Mistral Hotel. So I was like, wait, hmm. poor John. <laughs> poor John being like, well, what do I do now? I think um, you also fucking uh, sparked the bad memory when you were, like, holding hands and it's done. And I'm like, oh, Cora. You, that's true. But then it was the end of the show. That's a little bit uh, It's still in the comics. I've read the comics. They're good. That's... I... Well... That's like a whole nother discussion oh, about yeah, like it is. In, intent and what you put in media. Yeah. I I mean I will say that I think this volume is uh, the best time they've had since the dance to address oh, uh, interpersonal relationships on a deeper than platonic level. And yeah. If I they do so. not, I think that that might be queer baiting. Yeah, that's really where I'm at. Yeah. Is that uh, like if Blake and Yang don't get together, or or, or talk, or like, yeah. or talk if, if about it. If it is not mentioned here on out, then yeah, yeah that's queer baiting. Well, yeah. That, yeah, I mean, I didn't see Lapsed it that way. Free. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it that way exactly, but I totally get where you're coming from. But just like, I feel like I would feel the same if this was like Blake and Son, or if Yang was a guy, or like literally. Anything well, yeah, else. that's fair. Like, it's just like to me, it's like a writing thing. But like, it's queer baiting too because it's like if you're gonna like, stress that the like there's, writers know that about. comes along with yeah that. and this well, in general that was something that was like in volume five Ilya's confession was like probably one of my favorite scenes yeah and i was like wow that's really interesting i can't wait to see how blake and Ilya's friendship and, and relationship goes from there and they're gonna <laughs> obviously talk about it and address it obviously Blake yeah. might even kind of finally reveal a little bit more about herself because she keeps getting all these pressures from other people around her about obviously. romantic interests and obviously, she would address this being such a mature person, and Wrong. she may have. 
That wasn't a scene that we, we weren't saw. legally allowed yeah. to see it. Um, it's like, well, actually, my sexual preferences are episode X. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I do have a lot of hope for them in this volume. Like, I, I I'm, so I'm pretty hope. sure there's gonna, they're at least gonna mention it because I'm sure yeah. that they know about it because they wrote it. Oh yeah. Well, you know, like it's volume five and six definitely said lesbian rights. Oh uh, yeah, because so of precedent. John's uh, sister. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And. Uh, with after the fall confirming Coco is by like they at this point Kruby, yeah. uh you will have no excuses at the end of this volume for for uh, rage yeah, yeah and I don't think it has to happen like next episode no like, no no just by the end of the season yeah. sort of like, the thing is I don't even need anything explicit like a kiss or whatever I'm sure that would be really great but like just reinforcing with like things just like they did kind of last volume with Nora and Ran of like they we I don't need to see it. I just need to like the characters need to acknowledge it yeah. like, a little bit. Like I don't need to be there for their relationship just as long as I know that that relationship is happening. Yeah. In yeah. the background. Because there because there's a difference between like seeing Cali- Cali- seeing character development and then like voyeurism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. which I will not uh, advocate on yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. If we uh, want to talk about hopes, I have a couple more things. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do about. some more hopes. Let's do uh, the lightning dreams. round of what we're hoping for. Yeah, I think... Let me go down the list. I I want more Oscar development. Oh, I yeah. really do. Oh. He got an outfit last volume. Super cool. Like, I, we learned some stuff, but it was really more clues. And, like, he got really, like, abused a little bit by several people. And he's just, like, 14 and, and cool with it. And I, like, there's no way. Like, I want to know a little bit more about how he's really feeling. Yeah. Um, I and, I want yeah. less Ozpin development. Yeah, I don't need like, that. I need Ozpin Oscar. undeveloped, Oscar. Yeah, that's why I said <laughs> yeah. Oscar. Yeah. Um, I and totally I think, agree. Yeah, I talked about that a little bit. But um, the other thing is, uh, I don't know if they're going to spend, like, just a volume here and then move on to somewhere else. But I really want, whatever sort of is the whole, like equivalent to the fall of beacon or the battle at mistral mm-hmm. i want to feel genuine tension from the plot like from what's going to happen who gets the relic what it does things like that we know what the relic is by the way it's shown yeah, in the it's opening, shown in the which opening, is like which is a really cool big move yeah i noticed that on a rewatch but um in volume five the tension wasn't really that high um oh. you didn't really know what was going to happen um, but not in like a, a great way. You're just sort of like it'll probably be fine. And at, like the most drama that happened was Weiss getting impaled, and you were very kind of sure that was like that sort of felt injected in there to give yeah give the plot some some adrenaline rather than anything that felt sort of organic. So I'm I'm sure it's going to happen, and I think it'll be a little bit more personal considering Ironwood's involved, and we know him rather Iron than Papa, He's back. But uh, yeah, so there's that, and I just really hope like i said earlier that penny was my favorite thing this episode i hope they continue to have her around make the most use of her as a character because she's great and i hope that like she plays a role in the story and not just sort of there for a nod a nod a fan service thing like uh helps ruby's like whole story along which is great i love the fact that ruby has really her friends back a character she has like her own stuff going on that was that was uh, in volume six too, and I thought that was fantastic. And so, um, but I think Benny deserves like 
she deserves like moments of her own. I think she deserves to be a character and not just a supporting one, like because she's really good and the fans love her. So I totally that's what agree. I've got. Uh, I I will leave that. I think we're fine for her doing things because she's like I'm the protector of this city. Yeah. Fucking Jimmy Neutron got a blast. <laughs> um, it seems we will have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Best oh. line in the episode. Uh, I love her. Oh. I love her too. I love her so much. She's back. I could. And she has lasers and can fly. <laughs> I don't. Oh yeah, she couldn't fly before. Yeah. No, no. Well, <laughs> so in the manga, in the manga, yeah. she can make a jetpack. Out of her sword. I haven't read the manga. Wait, there's a Ruby manga? Yes. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know this. I've read some of the manga. I don't remember that part. I found it on the wiki when I was looking for her new upgraded costume. That's amazing. Um, so, is it a costume when it's actually your metal body? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't uh, think so. Alright, so, I think, I think yeah, um, I, I think that's it. I think it's time to do plugs. Uh, yeah, I think I, have I said my hopes? I think so. It's pretty much just Bumblebee. Yeah, and also, <laughs> what, what Kevin said. Yeah. Uh, definitely more stuff with, um, with, um, uh, Penny. I want to see some just more Nora, bees. too. I feel like Nora, yeah. we've uh, lost a little bit. Yeah, um, I think there's a theory that, like, she's from, not Mantle, but, like, she's going to have moments just because, like, her background, as we saw in Volume 4, was clearly kind of impoverished, so she uh, might relate to the whole thing going on with Mantle, but uh, we haven't seen anything. I'd just like to see yet. some more scenes where she has dialogue, pretty much. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. All of her dialogue is hilarious. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's do some plugs. we got to run... Uh, Two unspecified activities. Um, so yeah, uh, do you mind if I do the plugs? No, that's fine. Um, email us at foolsinfiction at gmail.com. Send us your whatever. Send us spam. That, yes, this will be unqualified. Um, <laughs> what else? We have a Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash foolsinfiction. The other podcasts on that podcasting network are at speaker.com slash user slash PNWN. Uh, go there and flame them and leave down votes for expelling us. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Leave us an iTunes rating or review. That helps us out a lot somehow. I'm sure it, people, <laughs> I know podcasters say that, so I'm sure it's true. Uh, as, as we are now the podcasters. But I don't know exactly how it helps us. It probably helps us. It means that when I look at it on iTunes, I'll be like, oh, someone, someone liked it. Sick. <laughs> Uh, I think that's it. So it is. It is time for the ceremony. Bye. Please, for the love of God, turn the podcast off. <laughs>